to the newly launched Friday Spotlight, a new series of X-Forces Enterprise podcasts. I'm Ren Kapoor, founder and chief executive at X-Forces Enterprise, and as a reservist for the British Army, my favourite military motto is, leave no one behind. And I think this sums up perfectly our aims and objectives of the podcast, where our community is supporting the community. Since 2013, X-Forces Enterprise has been helping members of the military community to start their business journey through training, mentoring, funding, and ongoing support and connections. This new series shines a light on our X-Forces ambassador network and business champions. These amazing individuals from all over the UK have been hand-selected to support others with their unique backgrounds, business experience combined with their military skills has stood them in good stead in the business world. Here, they generously share their expertise and experiences with the community. We hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the next Friday Spotlight podcast featuring Emma Davies. X-Forces Enterprise Ambassador for Scotland. Dan interviews Emma about her armed forces experience. She served in the British Army for 13 years as a reservist and regular. Fascinating insights to setting up her recruitment business, Joint Force Alba. The reason for starting and most importantly, the positive impact she's having for her clients and her fellow veterans as they navigate opportunities in the civilian world. One piece of advice from Emma, network, network, and network some more. Hear her talk about this and some other fascinating insights. Welcome to the XFE podcast. Today we have special guest, Emma Davies, director of her company, Joint Force Alba, an armed forces recruitment agency based in Scotland. Emma is also our X-Forces Enterprise Ambassador for Scotland and a business captain on the XFE Hub, a free platform designed to support the military and business community with articles, knowledge exchange and enterprise training events. So welcome, Emma. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Dan. Very, uh, very happy to join you. So firstly, it would be great to get some background on your company, Joint Force Alba, and also your journey that got you to where you are today. So how did Joint Force Alba start and what was your inspiration? So um, I suspect like many business ideas, the, you know, the idea for the business had been bubbling in my head for from years before I actually started it. Um, coming from a, a military background, but also having an HR and recruitment sort of civilian experience meant that the idea for ex-military recruitment in Scotland um, was kind of sitting there in the in the wings, I suppose, for 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 a wee while. Um, but I suppose the real sort of kickstart for the inspiration came about um, when my husband was leaving the, the forces and I watched him struggle really to get a, a job that I thought was commensurate with his skills and experience and particularly when he would come back um, and report back on interviews where you know the people who were interviewing him clearly didn't understand um, what value the military experience could bring to their organization um, and so that really I suppose got me thinking that you know I, I could and should be doing something about this I've, I've been I suppose 
very gently campaigning and, and pushing the agenda for you know recognition of the forces more generally and then um, veteran employment sort of specifically pretty much since I came back from Afghanistan and then although it took a couple of years after that it was just about getting the timing right from a personal life point of view um, and so I started the business last April in 2019 it's been quite novel because there are no other companies in Scotland doing what we do. Um, there's no other Scottish ex-military recruitment consultancies. Um, there are some down south um, in England, but um, you know, they don't have a huge amount of reach in Scotland. And because I've been living and working up here for, for many, many years, I suppose I've just got a, um, a contact list up here that, that means people know who I am, what I've been doing. You know, a lot of people that I've worked with in business are, have been aware of my military background as well. So. And um, it's been good to be able to sort of set that up. Okay, great. So you talk about um, you've served for 13 years in the military. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you could talk a bit about your serving background and how being a veteran and being a part of the military community has influenced or, or shaped your experiences in, in starting a business. Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, 13 years in the, in the reserves. Um, and within that, uh, you know, I, I, I had my, my first stint of full-time service. So although I started quite young in the military, I was still a student um, when I joined. Um, I was relatively lucky, depending on your perspective, and, and got the opportunity to deploy with the regular army on, on a couple of occasions as well. So I went to Iraq in 2007 and Afghanistan in 2010 um, and served really um, in, in sort of two spheres, sort of looking at counterintelligence and, and counter IED as well. Um, and so they were hugely useful pieces of experience, both in terms of shaping who you are as a person, I think, but also um, the, the values by which you operate and, and your working practices. Um, so I remember Iraq, and I have to say, I think when I landed, there was definitely a bunny and headlights moment. Um, I went out as an individual augmentees um, rather than as, a, as part of a formed unit. So I didn't know anybody out there whatsoever. Um, I went out there, landed at stupid o'clock in the morning um, and got our first IDFs, I think, as we were taxiing down the runway as we got there. So it's like, welcome to Iraq. Here's some, here's some um, uh, explosions to, um, to, to, you know, to contend with. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it teaches you a huge amount, both in terms of your resilience, your ability to, because um, you've got to kind of pick yourself up and figure out what you're going to do. Um, but also just starting to realize that actually, um, yeah, I might have gone out as an augmentee, but, you know, people didn't want me to fail. People wanted me to succeed. Um, mm. And so, you know, if you had questions and stuff, people were quite willing to answer them. Sometimes you had to time your questions a bit better than others, but, you know, it's a very sort of supportive community. But as a result, you know, you work with people and you see some fantastic examples, both of leadership um, and, and, and tradecraft and things like that. And you can take lessons from those people and go, you know, I really want to try and you know, incorporate more of that into how I work. And on the flip side, you see people that, you know, you fundamentally disagree with and you're like, right, I never want to be perceived in that way by people I work with. So yeah. there's lots of lessons that you can take from that. And so learning to deal with, with, with pressure, um, being able to, um, you know, sort of forge your path in when things are very uncertain and, and you don't necessarily know what's coming next. Another sort of great thing with the military is going, okay, here's the situation, what are we going to do about it? As opposed to just sort of sitting there and waiting for the situation to unfold. It's about, you know, being proactive and, and trying to, you know, maintain as much control over that situation as you can. 
which are hugely useful lessons, I think, for when you do come into business. Yeah, so some really key values that you have brought into the, uh, the business world. So coming into the present day, you're now an X-Forces Enterprise Ambassador, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about a bit more shortly. But first, mm-hmm. how did you come about X-Forces Enterprise? Um, where did that relationship begin? So when I was doing research into starting up the business, um, it was something that I, I, I found in that research in terms of um, the support that gets offered to start up businesses. And in particular, I looked at the um, the insight days and, and the discovery courses that you do um, uh, to support you know, the whole sort of military community um, in terms of starting up a business. Um, but I attended the courses um, not long after I started the business up and they were hugely useful in terms of, although I had a, a business plan at that point, it really sort of helped, um, you know, focus more of the details in terms of what I needed to be doing. Um, and uh, I suppose gave me that other perspective. And, you know, the trainer was excellent, um, both at, you know, sort of dealing with the different people within the group and the different ideas. But in, in terms of fostering that sharing of information amongst the different attendees in the group as well. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. Mm. And, you know, that in itself then helped set up, you know, a little support network from the people that I'd done the, the, the two courses with. So that was really useful. Um, and that was really where the relationship began with X-Forces Enterprise. Um, and then it progressed, uh, I suppose, later in the year. Um, we, I'd already spoken actually not long after the course um, to XFE about offering to be an ambassador in Scotland. Um, and it was something I suppose that it was, I believe there was a, an ambassador maybe already lined up, but um, it sort of progressed later down the line. Uh, and I was called up later in 2019 and asked if I would like to, to take up, if that offer was still valid in many respects. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sort of, ran the first event right at the tail end of 2019 across in Glasgow with, I have to say, an amazing turnout, um, much better than I expected it to be for a first event. Um, And yeah, again, got some really great feedback from that. Um, Since then, I I went down to London to join another two ambassadors with their induction um, just before uh, COVID really kicked off uh, earlier this year. And again, it's, it's been fantastic to sort of join the ambassador community as well, because again, it's about, you know, supporting each other. Um, and I've attended um, sessions for some of the other regions uh, virtually, um, and as have some of the other ambassadors attended mine as well. It's just a little bit of moral support in something mm-hmm. that perhaps we're not overly familiar with, um, with doing. Um, but also it's, I suppose, just it's remembering about being part of that wider community as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been on a, uh, a few of the virtual networking events since lockdown as well. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is great to see many of the other ambassadors joining, you know, other, mm-hmm. other regions events. Uh, it's great to see. So you've been an X-Forces regional ambassador since December, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. For those that are unaware, uh, one of the main roles of an X-Forces ambassador is to host networking events for the military and business community where entrepreneurs with a military background can come together and connect and support each other. Generally speaking, how much importance do you, do you put on, on networking when, when thinking about the growth of your, your company and, and building up the community? I think networking is, is, is hugely important, both in business, but also personally. Um, you know, I, I think we kind of 
think of networking and feel it's this mystic art in business when actually it's something that we do as part and parcel of our lives every single day. And you, you even see it in children building their sort of friendship circles and things. At the end of the day, it's networking just by a different name. Yeah. Um, and even in, um, in business, you know, people buy from people. Yeah, they might buy things, but, you know, I think everyone can probably give an example where they were going to go and buy something and then they were treated in a way they didn't want to be and they decided they weren't going to buy it from that place and they buy it from somewhere else. Um, and so networking is hugely important in terms of helping to get your name out there, but also, as I say, building that support network um, for you as an entrepreneur and as a business owner, because it can be very lonely, um, particularly yeah. if you're used to working in big teams like, like you might have done in the military. Um, but I think the military sometimes think that they're not very good at networking, when actually I'd argue the opposite, that the very nature, particularly of military service, and be that for the actual serving person or the spouse, you know, particularly when people are moving around a lot, you have to get very used to, you know, um, making yourself known to people around you, um, you know, going to introduce yourself to your new team or to, to people on the patch or, or, or different things like that. And it's something that's actually ingrained in you. So going into a room of strangers and going, hi, I'm so-and-so, and this is what unit I'm from or whatever, it's not actually that alien. It's just we don't call it networking in the military. Um, mm. and, and so I think people can come into networking events feeling a little bit uncertain and out of their comfort zone with it, um, whereas actually it's just about getting to know people. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree, actually. Um networking can can be a quite a scary thing but from the from the networking events that I've been a part of that we we've, we've hosted there seems to be sort of the instant um sort of understanding and sort of bonding mm -hmm. between between everyone on the on the session just because of that military background and uh, yeah so finally I want to bring it into the present day as we find ourselves in this unprecedented pandemic situation um, how has that been for you and your business? Have you had to adapt at all? Yeah, it's been very tough. Um, so my business being premised on recruitment, um, alas, most people's recruitment basically fell off a cliff in March um, with uh, obviously recruitment freezes as people simply didn't know what was going on. And it's something that you, that you find as soon as there's uncertainty in the market, anything that involves a form of investment, be it buying a, a new piece of equipment, um, to, to bringing somebody on board in the business, those sorts of decisions tend to get delayed, postponed, put on hold, etc. Um, and so that was that's that was very tough, and clearly is very tough at the moment because we've still got the situation now where recruitment is nowhere near the levels that it was at the beginning of the year, and it's not really anticipated to get back to that until at least 2021 at the moment, anyway. The other challenge from my business point of view mm. is that there are loads more candidates for unfortunate reasons, you know, that there's been redundancies and headcount reductions um, for different businesses. And, you know, it's not going to come as a surprise to anybody um, that I'm saying that. But what it means is that now for a recruitment business, um, we've got it a little bit harder in terms of, um, you know, selling this our services to our clients because they can look at the marketplace and go, but there's loads of people that I could choose from. So we've had to change tack in terms of how, you know, in terms of the benefits of using our services and what we can bring um, that adds value to our clients. That said, um, you know, I am starting to see green shoots emerging in certain sectors of our economy. And I have had some uh, clients give me some roles to work on um, and, and sort of progressing through those at the moment, which has been really positive. 
And it's nice to be able to come out into the market with some good news as well, um, because there's an awful mm. lot of doom and gloom about there. So um, trying to bring some positivity to the marketplace and particularly to those who might be considering leaving the forces very soon. Um, it's been quite nice to be able to say it's not all doom and gloom. You just need to maybe look in a in different places for the for the jobs that you might into sectors and industries, for example, that people might not have considered beforehand. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been fantastic having you on the podcast. Uh, thank you so much thank for you. talking to me today. It's, uh, More than welcome. it's really amazing to have you part of the XFE ambassador team, and we're really excited for your next networking event, which is coming up very soon, uh, August twentieth. Yep. Just before yes, we go, it. where can people find you online and where could they find out more about Joint Force Alba? Okay, so the easiest place to, to find about Joint Force Alba is on our website. Um, pretty simply, www.jointforcealba.co.uk. And we've got information both for, um, for potential employers as well as prospective uh, candidates coming from the, from the Armed Forces background on there as well. Um, and then in terms of finding me, um, from a business point of view, LinkedIn is probably your best bet. Um, I'm quite active on LinkedIn, um, so you can search for me there. And the company is also on LinkedIn as well. Um, and I've also got company pages on Facebook and Twitter. Um, hopefully people will be able to, to find us. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much, Emma, and thank you to everyone listening. Thank you, Dan. ambassador network and business champions are absolutely fundamental to the armed forces community imparting their knowledge to those looking into self-employment through our networking events and through our knowledge exchange hub the hub is free to register and gives you access to a database of articles the opportunity to match up with other entrepreneurs plus access to all our free training and networking events Sign up today at xfehub.com. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You can find us on all the usual social media channels as well as at x-forces.com. Wishing you all the very best until the next episode.